What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex. And if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today's subject is going to be a little bit of change for my life in video games because today I stand before you to give my thoughts with my experience with the PlayStation 1, or as I like to say, the original PlayStation. To be honest, folks... Since I'm going to be very, very truthful with you, and as many of you know who listen to the show, you can tell that when I was a kid, I was an N64 guy. I never had really had a problem with the PlayStation, but when I got into video games, the PlayStation had been out for maybe three years. I believe it came out in 94. I didn't get into video games until about 98. But the PS1 was at the top. You know, it was at its peak. It was popular. Like... If you were a teenager and you love video games, I mean, you really have to have it. I mean, the same thing would go with the, with the N64. And I kid you not, even back then, I would ask some. I was asked some, some, for some advice. Excuse me, I'm having a hard time talking. I really apologize. I would actually ask for advice from some video game enthusiasts. Which system is better? Some would say the PlayStation's better. Some of the N64. Some said they love both. Some would say, well, they both have their pros and their cons. You know, a, a bunch of different opinions. Okay. But I never had the PlayStation, but a friend of mine did. And I would go to his house a lot, literally almost every weekend, because he would want me to come over to play the PlayStation and the N64, because he was a fellow video game enthusiast. So was his older brother. So when his older brother was not there, he needed someone to play with. <laughs> so, of course, being a, being, you know, us being very good friends, of course, yeah, I'll come over to help you out. Sure, let's, have, let's play the video games. So the time I, I said, well, I think maybe... I should, we should stop with the N64. I'd like you to introduce me to the PlayStation. So, he does. He brings out the case all with, all the, with all the PS1 games. He lays them down on a table, and he guides me through them one by one. Okay? Because, keep in mind, this friend I had, I mean, even at the time, I mean, even today, he's still a video game enthusiast. I mean, today, the way he is today, 
you know, it's not, it's absolutely amazing, because even back then, when he and I were about nine, uh, seven, eight, nine years old, I mean, we were friends, you know, even when we were 10, I mean, we're still friends today, like I said, and, and I'm 28, you know, at the, back then, even at, uh, for a kid in elementary school, he had a desire, a passion, and a unique knowledge of video games, I mean, he would go on the internet and research, I mean, he was better at researching than I was at the time. I mean, some of my researching skills was from in the early stages of learning the research skills. They came from that guy. So he puts them all on a table, like neatly organizes them. I mean, I kid you not. I mean, I, I don't. I really don't think. No, it's not OCD. I don't know why, but I guess he just feels like you know what. If you're a video game enthusiast, if you're gonna put them on a table and you you have to organize them properly, I guess in his view, you gotta show some respect. It's okay. Lays them out, you know, subject, you know, from category, you know, like that. I mean, it's not, he didn't do enough alphabetical order. And honestly, thank God, because that would have taken forever. So he shows me all these, all the, like, the popular ones. And I remember seeing the likes of Crash Brandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, Tekken 3, which was one of my, the, one of the best games ever. I actually did an episode on that uh, not long ago. If, if you check on Rage Quit, you will see it. It was actually Tekken 3 and 4. It's Twisted Metal. You know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which actually I was already aware of. You know, the 1 and 2, and this, this was on, on the PlayStation, so I was curious to see how, how it would be played on the on the PS, uh, on the on the uh, PlayStation, because, you know, I, had, I knew it on the N64. You know, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, you know, Tomb Raider 1 and 2. Ugh, I mean, I'll be honest, I was jealous of that, friend. <laughs> because for me, having video games was, was not easy because... My parents were super annoyed with me always play, always wanting to play video games. Because keep in mind, I was not the kind of kid that wanted to play outside. I didn't like playing outside. I thought it was boring. I was more of an inside kid, you know, being at peace with playing video games. I didn't even care if I played them all day. That's all I wanted to do, much to my parents' annoyance. <laughs> and even to this day, I don't regret saying I don't want to play outside. So I asked him, well, which game is two-player? Because, you know, I don't want to be the, I'm, I don't want to be the selfish guy. Okay, and he says, well, Alex, you know, no, you know, I, he, and he insists, no, you should play these games because, you know, these, you know, I have all my life to play these games. And that's just how good of a friend he is. Even to this day, very humble, you know, wants, wants me to have, you know, fun as well. And he says, no, dude, I can do this another time. You do it now. I mean, God bless you, brother. I know you're, I know you're, you'll be listening to this, buddy. Uh, I know how tough it is with your schedule and with everything going on. Hope, you know, my, my prayers are with you every day. You know, maybe one day. When all this, you know, crazy pandemic stuff is over, hang out more and maybe relive some childhood moments. Sorry, guys, I'm getting emotional because, you know, been thinking about this friend, you know, think, you know, he's been going through a lot, you know, in his personal life over the past years, lost his job and everything. I'm I'm sorry, and I'm going way out of subject, but, you know, you know, I'm, I, I want to start doing this show, you know, paying respects to that good friend because he he changed my whole life in video games. But anyway. So, you know what, since I already, since I don't want to get too deep in, to, in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I put that aside. So I started off with Tekken 3. Okay. And y'all know how much I love the game, but played it for a minimum an hour or two. And then he, and then he, he, pull, he brings me back up to the table. He, he brings up Crash Brandicoot, okay. Now going to that, and, and, and I'll get to this later when I'm done, you know, talking about this experience with, with a friend, but... But I, then I see games like Crash Bandicoot, the the car the, the car racing one, the, the one that's like the PS version of uh, of Mario Kart. I, I believe one of them was called Brash Bandicoot Warped or something like that. 
y'all know what I'm talking about. Especially the, the Crash Bandicoot version of Mario Kart. I mean, that game was great. But then, you know, but then he, he even pulled inside and says, well, if you think this game is good, why not try Twisted Metal? And he said, well, hey, that looks good. I mean, there's also a counterpart of this game on the N64. I mean, Twisted Metal, you know, if, if I remember correctly, a little, a little bit of the same concept of, ba- of battle tanks, you know, in a post-apocalyptic world. I mean, I had so much fun doing that, and... I mean, it, it was just such an, an experience that day, and it was good to actually finally be introduced to the PlayStation, but but from that moment on, while I really would would have loved to have more experiences with the PlayStation, I didn't, I didn't get to do that for maybe a few more years, you know, uh, especially, but, you know, as I got older, you know, we were starting to get into the generation of the the original Xbox, the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, I mean... Video games were, were modernizing. I mean, newer systems were coming out, and video games were just evolving. It was just getting even better than it was before. You know, the world of video games was truly changing, to put it mildly. But anyway, so as I keep on with the experience, you know, and when I got back, you know, it had more opportunities to play the PlayStation. I would always remember, you know, my good friend and some of the games I played, but I decided to take a different approach, and I checked out, you know, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six... You know, I was always fascinated by the game's cover. You know, it says, you know, Rainbow Six. It's, it's got that little red crosshair. It's got the dude with the handgun, the goggles, you know. And, of course, you know, the logo, the red, the old Red Storm logo of the Red Tornado. I always had that to be interesting. And also, the original Tomb Raider, you know, played that one. Played Tomb Raider 2 as well, which was so cool. You know, I'm sorry, all these memories are so funny, so you'll have to forgive me. And, and again, I'm sorry for earlier, you know... Getting you know emotional with the story because you know I mean that that friend of mine is just yeah it, it's too much for me to handle and really you know it's making me cry because he's been such a good friend for over twenty years and, and you know and he actually asked me to do this as a favor to do this PlayStation episode and I and I just want to point out that you know because because I know he's listening like dude any episode you want me to do you know to honor you buddy just name it I will do it brother I will do it because this video game passion this is because of you. Alright, I have you to thank, so this show is basically a salute to you, brother. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so the other one was called Crash Team Racing, the, the Crash Bandicoot one, because there was two of them, I remember. Okay, and I know we played both, and he wanted me to play both, because he wanted to he wanted me to see the differences, and he actually wanted me to, he wanted to test me to see if I can sp- easily spot the differences. Now, some of them were easy to spot, but some of them were not so easy. But the bottom line is, I could tell that they were different. There was different features, you know, game, play style and everything, but... But, you know, in my case, when I was a kid, you know, the video games I loved the most, you know, the type were like these adventure games. You know, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, although I was not really a huge fan of that game, but I did play it. Those kinds of games, like the adventures, all the challenges and everything you gotta do, I mean, those are games I really loved. So I decided to try out Spyro the Dragon, the, uh, the one from 1998, and I remember there's actually... A series of video games. At the time, I, I wasn't I wasn't even aware of it. But you know, Spyro the Dragon. You know, I believe the first one came out in uh, 1998. I know there was one also that came out in 2000. Uh, I think it was called uh, Spyro uh, Year of the Dragon or something like that. I actually remember I actually remember seeing a commercial on on, on TV. And if I am correct, that was the third one. So there was you know Spyro the Dragon. That was the first. I believe Spyro Two was called. Uh, Reptos Rage, if I'm correct. If any of you listening, if uh, I'd actually I'd like to ask if I'm correct on this or not, because I want to take the I want to take the naming of the titles of the video games so seriously. I want to make sure I, I name the titles correctly. 
That that's about that. That's basically part of of having the passion and the knowledge of the art of video games. So for those of you who follow me on Twitter, if you can verify with me just to make sure I print, I, I got the name right, please let me know because that means a lot. So anyway, <sighs> Spyro. I never really anticipated an adventure game like that. You know, playing as a dragon, but I liked it. It was it was challenging. That's the first thing that that I uh, I liked. You know. And then I remember, you know, showing pictures and some videos of it to my parents, and my and my parents were actually surprised. I was actually starting to play these more adventurous games because, you know, I I had been hooked on the James Bond games for so long. My parents were starting to get worried about me because maybe it would, you know, affect my behavior or you know like that. You, you know how all these things, how you know, video games, you know, change people in a certain way. But uh, but I told my parents, well, you know, I'd like to try something new. I'd like to try adventures in a different kind of setting. So I played the Spiral games. To be honest, I don't know if I ever beat any of them. I mean, I knew, I do know I remember playing all of them, you know, just playing it, just having fun, but I, I don't really remember the stories. I mean, the same thing with Crash Brandicoot. Um, just, you know, playing around, you know, because keep in mind, I mean, these games, I, I only played them at, this, at my friend's house. You know, that same friend, so... And for me, you know, I was not, I don't want to play too long because, you know, again, I don't like hogging the controller. But although, but again, you know, how my friend, such a good friend, so humble, and, you know, so caring, says, no, dude, keep playing it, bro. Keep playing it. Keep having fun because he was watching me play and he wanted to see how good I was. And apparently, maybe, I, I would say maybe he was so impressed that that's why he wanted me to keep going. I mean, that's certainly a thought, isn't it? But anyway, after Spyro and Crash Brandicoot, you know, I want to try, you know, since I like the the car racing games on the N64, um, you know, San Francisco Rush Extreme Racing also did an episode on that. There was also a NASCAR game. I believe it was NASCAR in 99. There was also a Formula One game that my dad actually rented for me, and it, it was so much fun. I mean, I, I, when I was a kid, I loved Formula One. And when my dad, you know, came home one day, you know, with a present, it was actually, yeah, he got it. It was actually a, a present because it was one of those good grade presents that my parents would get me because, you know... I was a special needs kid, and of course, you know, around that time, you know, when I was, you know, being, te you know, when I was undergoing the, the pre-diagnosis exams, I was talking to, you know, I had a psychiatrist and everything, and, you know, they suggested, well, when Alex gets good grades, we got to motivate him, we got to reward him to make him keep going. So my dad, as part of that, got me this game, Formula One, I think it was called Grand, uh, the Grand Prix, I believe there was a, there was definitely one on the PlayStation, um, Formula One game, but I don't remember if it was the exact same one or if it was different. But but when I think of the racing games from the PlayStation, I think more like Gran Turismo One and Two, both of which were really good. But I, I I remember telling myself, well, this is certainly not Formula One, but this is this this is definitely satisfactory. I like I I'm enjoying this. But but to be honest. I don't. I wasn't so sure about Gran Turismo at first, because you know, you know I, I was making a bad habit of judging the book by the cover. But then I finally played it and enjoyed it. You know, Gran Turismo Two. Uh, if I remember on the IGN rating, it got nine point eight out of ten. You know, it, it's considered. You know, I mean, according to the Google users, you know, ninety six ninety six percent of the players who played the game, you know, actually liked it. So that's good. That, that was Gran Turismo uh, Two. Uh, the first one, I I really I I vaguely remember anything, but but I remember you know being so addicted to Tekken three. You know, if you listen to my episode, like you know, I had so many, I had several go to players, but my favorite guy to play as was Jin. 
And if, if you remember, my silly reason was also it was not just the fighting skills, but it was kind of the fighting gear he would wear on, like those electric, those those electricity like kickboxing gloves, and you know those those high flame pants. And I thought that was that was so cool. So, but you know because you know I had already had gotten such an interest in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, there was actually one game also that was similar to Skateboard that really caught my attention. Okay, and that was actually called Cool Borders. I don't, I honestly have, I, I do know I've played it, but I really just have no idea what I did in the game. Obviously, aside from being a dude in the game snowboarding, <laughs> but, you know, as I saw videos from earlier, I'm like, okay, I guess that that's how, how the memories kind of came back, so, it was like, it was like one of those snowboarding games, like, that, that were in the arcade, so, I was like, okay, this is cool, so instead of being on this little motion thing, you're actually playing with your hand and your fingers with a controller, so, and, and I thought that was pretty cool, I thought that was, that was pretty cool, but, you know, and, and going to this, uh, and going to the, playing this game, you know, I, I told myself, it doesn't matter how much fun I have with this game, I am not going to snowboard myself, I'm going to stick with snow skiing, because snow skiing is my life hobby, I've been snow skiing since I was two years old, nothing is going to change it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break, I'll see you in 90 seconds. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I'm continuing with me episode on the original PlayStation, giving you my experience and my memories from it as a kid. And really think about it, it just makes me want to really go out there, go to a classic video game store and purchase the PlayStation, buy several games, and just sit there and play all day for several days and do absolutely nothing else. Fortunately, at this point in my life, that's unacceptable because I've got some more important things to do than messing around on video games. One of them being this show along with my two other shows and my fourth show, which is coming soon. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following me on Twitter, there's a big surprise for you ahead. And it's going to start next month when I travel to Tampa, Florida. Well, from the experience, <laughs> you know, 
now that I'm going to talk about since I'm going to be starting, it involves professional wrestling. You know, these play, the, the wrestling games on the PlayStation, I, I rarely actually ever got a chance to play them. I, I did play one of them. Okay. I believe it was called WWF SmackDown, if I'm correct. But, you know, I had more fun playing the wrestling games on the N64. But I'm going to keep those N64 games for another time. But, I'm going to try to look it up right now. The P- Okay, I'm, it, was, it was definitely, okay. One of them was WWF SmackDown Know Your Role. I remember that one. But, <laughs> okay, the first one was just called SmackDown, okay. Yeah, I, I do remember playing those two games, but, you know, I honestly remember nothing except I, I would play as The Rock, and I would rock bottom the hell out of everybody, and, and, that, and, and that was pretty much it. But going on, and, and uh, a couple of games that I look at today that, that are considered classics, I look I look at Ape Escape 1 and 2, you know, Silent Hill, you know, the first one, you know, the, fir- the first uh, Resident, Evil's, uh, Resident Evil 1 and 2, Siphon Filter, man... I honestly believe that, you know, and, and Siphon Filter was actually a third-person shooter stealth game. I, I think, I, I think I, I've, uh, no, I've never actually played it, but I have seen gameplay on YouTube. That's the closest I've ever had, you know, with, with Siphon Filter. But that's honestly, that's honestly something I regret because Siphon, Siphon Filter, you know, based on the gameplay, based on these pictures, these screenshots and everything, just... Seems like a really good game. But now that I'm looking at all these classic games, you know, NFL Madden 98, Tony Oxbow Skater 2, you know, the original Medal of Honor, you know, all this list right here of everything I've researched is just, the PlayStation just really had such a unique impact. Okay. It's unfortunate for me that at the time I was just too young to know, but... But all these games, I, and, and looking at, uh, uh, here are some pictures of, of Gran Turismo 2 that I pulled up. I mean, from these pictures, just reminds me how the graphics were so clean back then. I don't know why I like to say that they were clean. Well, they were nice back then, but, but compared to the graphics we have in today's video games, it's obviously a different perspective, a different opinion. But but I, but I always stress the fact to people that back then, you know, these graphics were, con- were considered perfect. You know... What I loved so much about Grand Turismo 2 was, was was the collection of cars in the game. You know, all the the courses, uh, all the race courses and everything. So, you know, that's why I like it. all the options you have. And you know, looking at Siphon Filter, I mean, wow. I didn't really understand at the time why it was like the way it was like third person shooter because I felt like these shooting games. We're always first-person shooter, but but keep in mind, uh, folks. At the time, I didn't know what first-person shooter meant. I mean, much less know what third-person meant. I just felt like some. I guess maybe in a shooting game, it's better to just see the gun and maybe the hand that shoots it, right? Maybe that's it. But, but Siphon Filter really caught me off guard with this whole third-person thing. But and keep in mind, I never played the Resident Evil games, uh, Resident Evil One and Two, and Resident Evil Two. I know it was it was also a, a third-person shooter game. I'm not sure about Resident Evil 1. Uh, I'm going to have to try to find out. I haven't actually didn't think too much about looking about that one, but 
Oh man, and you know this is gonna, this is going to disappoint a great many of you, but I've never played any of the Final Fantasy games. I might have said this before on the show, and I'm sorry to tell I'm sorry to tell y'all who are very disappointed, but I have absolutely no interest in ever playing Final Fantasy. I've got nothing personal against it. I promise you that. I just have no interest in the game itself, and it's just perhaps I guess the best thing to say is. It's not my kind of game. Even though I've never played it, I just have no interest in it because it's obviously not my thing. But you know, when I was researching these classic games on the on the PlayStation, I came across Time Crisis. You know, I should not be surprised that, that, that Time Crisis, the original one, was on the PlayStation because Time Crisis 2 and 3, I remember, were on the PlayStation 2 and I had both of them. Okay. Time Crisis, I had... S- a lot of experiences with that game, but the experiences was more on the arcade than it was on on a console on a console system. Time Crisis One, I rarely played it. I just remember when I was introduced to Time Crisis, it was Time Crisis Two. I would play it all the time. I mean, when I was a kid, those are Dave and Buster's not far from where I lived. I wanted to go there every Friday, okay, and just play the game, eat and play the game along with several other games, including The House of the Dead. Like I said back then, I loved shooting games. I loved killing zombies. You know, <laughs> that was my thing. Okay, and again, much to the constant stress to my parents because, you know, when I always wanted to go to Demon Busters, it was always a stressful situation. <laughs> but when I finally played Time Crisis, I actually came across it in an arcade one time. Figured, okay, it's not so bad, but the other one's better. But I was not aware that the one I had played that I thought was not so bad, but the one was better. I was not aware of the fact that this was the first one. I was not aware that the one I, I, I was introduced to was actually the second one. So, so I was actually pretty amazed that, you know, I, I wasn't even really aware that Time Crisis 1 was on the PlayStation. Although I should have been aware of it, because if it was on the PlayStation 2, if the, if the second one was on this PlayStation 2 along with the third, then the first one must have been on the PlayStation. So I, I should have figured it out. But again, you know, I was a kid, so really, you know, what the hell did I know, right? <laughs> you know, watch this up, I was looking at that, you know, Grand Theft Auto from 1997. Well, Grand Theft Auto had to start somewhere, and the PlayStation's obviously w- where it starts. I mean, Grand Theft Auto on the N64 certainly doesn't fit the, doesn't really fit the environment. I mean, the controls and everything, yeah, it's really not fit for for Grand Theft Auto on the N64. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't fit. Because you know, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. No, Metal Metal Gear Solid. I've never played any of them. <laughs> Much like Final Fantasy, I've never played any of the Metal Metal Gear Solids. You know, look at all these games I've I've not played. that are considered classics. The Legend of Dragoon. Wow. Rayman. Ark the Lad Two. Ape Escape One and Two. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of y'all are saying I'm killing you, aren't I? Sorry, guys. It's just... It's unfortunate, really, but, yeah. I, I regret to inform you, but... <laughs> I'm just gonna say it one more time. Yeah, Final Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid... Never touched them. But again, I was not a PlayStation 1 guy as a kid. I liked it. I, res- I had fun with it, but... My heart really belonged to the N64. It, 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 even to this day... You know, I can't say that, you know, I, I prefer the PlayStation over the N64 because my experience in video games, I don't have enough 
in the PlayStation to actually determine that the the PlayStation is preferred over the N sixty four. But overall, I love I love both, so I just usually leave it at that. So now that we get to the final phase of this episode, I like to explain basically how the PlayStation kind of impacted me in the world of video games. Well, the most important thing is that it introduced me to a new system, to a system that I can actually turn to in case I get bored with the N64. Because there was times that when you have several systems, you get bored briefly with one system, you switch to the other, you get bored of that one, you switch back to that one. It's a switching process. A lot of video gamers, a lot of gamers, excuse me, that I know have actually talked to me about this certain process. Okay? You spend maybe a month or two playing one system, you switch to the other. So having the PlayStation, you know, being interested in that really got, introduced me to that particular scenario. But... I was never hooked on the PS One. I, I I never got to the point where I I begged my parents for, for it because I because I'd be like yeah I know I have the N sixty four but the PS One is something new it's it, well it's something different it's not the same thing because I remember sometimes telling my parents the Xbox and the PS and the PlayStation Two are not are not are not the same I mean yeah it's video games and everything but in some games are on both systems but no they are two different things okay you know PlayStation was with Sony Xbox was Microsoft for one thing so. And of course, the Nintendo GameCube, you know, at the time it was was coming out. So, you know, it, it, all these different systems. You know, I can't imagine all you know, the competition of the, of the sales of video games, all the competition between the three main systems. You know, Sony and Microsoft really battling battling it out. So, so my experience, basically, to close it out, my experience with the PlayStation just introduced me to a slightly different world of video games. Different kind of games, like you would see counterparts from games on the N64 on the PS1, like Mario Kart, Crash Bandicoot, the Crash thingy, those Twisted Metal, but there was also one on the N64, although I don't know the name of the game, but I remember the cover actually had a bus on it. But, then of course, Grand Theft Auto, you know, Time Crisis, Metal Gear Solid, I mean, those were not on the N64, I mean, even Final Fantasy, but again, I can't really talk about Final Fantasy, because again, never played it, probably never will. I'm sorry to disappoint you folks. But overall, this day at 28, I don't think either of them are better. I just like to simply say, I love them both. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. I will see you next time. Take care, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.